Hi there. Welcome to the Aviate Platform. I am Shasta, your host. I'd like for you to join my conversation from the NBAA convention in Las Vegas with Dr. Cecilia Aragon. I must admit, I didn't know about Cecilia until very recently, and I was just so impressed by her. Cecilia is the first Latina female pilot to fly for the U.S. aerobatics team. Yeah, that's just the coolest thing ever. The most significant part of her story that resonated with me is that Cecilia grew up very timid and afraid to try new things. Let's jump into the conversation. Hi, everyone. Shasta here. Uh, I'm joined by Cecilia Argon. Cecilia, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Shasta, and it's a real pleasure to be here, so thank you so much for having me. It is my pleasure to have you here. Uh, If you don't mind just giving a brief introduction of your background and where you come from so our viewers can learn more about you. Certainly. My name is Cecilia Aragon. I'm the daughter of immigrants. I grew up in the Midwest, and uh, I started out as a very fearful child who was afraid of heights and afraid of ladders. And um, I ended up up being the first Latina pilot on the United States aerobatic team. And then I went on to become a professor of human-centered data science. And I'm working in aviation safety. Wow. And I was actually also the first Latina full professor in the College of Engineering at the University of Washington. Wow, so much to talk about there. Uh, But first, I want to talk a little bit about your childhood and how you said you were afraid of many things. What do you mean by that? I was probably the world's most timid child. Yeah. I I didn't speak in school. I I would go for days without opening my mouth in school. Wow. I was afraid of heights. I was afraid of talking to people. I was afraid of shaking hands with strangers. Right. I mean, you name it. I was yeah. a- afraid. I was yeah. timid and afraid, and I kind of lived like this. Yeah. Aw. And what, what, what made you want to fly aerobatics or to even become a pilot? So one day after I was 25 years old and I was living my narrow, timid life, a friend of mine said, how do you like a ride in a small airplane? And I still remember my reaction. I was terrified. I thought, I don't want to die. I'm going to say no. And then I thought, you know, I've been saying no to so many things. I've been letting fear rule me, and it's been making my life incredibly narrow, and I haven't been able to do all the things I wanted to do. Right. So I decided I'm going to have to change this. And yeah. So I said yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I agreed to go up with him. Okay. And that... Yeah, and it was... And, of course, I was terrified, but I loved it so much. I, we went out over the San Francisco Bay, and it was gorgeous, and the sun glittered over the water. Wow. And when we got back down on the ground, I signed up for flying lessons. Wow. But I was the world's worst student oh, no. because 
I was afraid. Yeah, you probably didn't expect that. Shy daughter of immigrants who steps out of her fear and gets captivated by aviation. The start of her flying had its challenges. Here's what Cecilia had to say about her initial flight lessons. Every time we drove up to the airport, I would see the Cessnas coming in and I would say, maybe the airplane will be down today. Maybe my instructor will be sick and my lesson will get canceled. Wow. But but I kept at it because I love flying so much. That gave me the courage to overcome my terror. So I, I find it so fascinating that you share that because I, my parents come from Afghanistan, first generation in America, and I grew up very afraid of many things as well, including airplanes. Um, and it wasn't until I really had to get out of uh, or overcome my fear um, when I had to fly on a commercial flight to fly from California to Florida, um, where... I faced my fear, and when I felt that aircraft lift off, you know, I just kind of looked around, and I thought, this is really exciting. This is a really exciting place to be, and I can't believe I was afraid of it for so long. Um, And sometimes people have this idea that pilots are these fearless superheroes, but they come from a range of different backgrounds. And, you know, as long as you have that passion, that's the only thing. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. That passion is what's going to get you to become that's a right. pilot. Yeah, That's right. There's been a tremendous amount of research that shows that we are not defined by our genes or by, you know, some belief system, some personality type. You can change. You right. can make yourself be whatever you want to be. Yeah. Wow. Can we take a moment and soak that all in? And I think this is something I experienced as a child, too, as a first-generation Latina. Yeah. You know, teachers would say, well, someone like you couldn't possibly have written this essay because it was so well-written in English. We know you don't know English. Yeah. I mean, I grew up here. English (laughs) is my native language. Right, right. But this teacher thought I was plagiarizing and accused me of it. Oh, Wow. Yeah. And, you know, I was young, and what did I, I didn't know what to say. Right. I I said, of course not. And the teacher didn't believe me. Right, right. And looking back on it now, you know, the teacher didn't mean to be cruel. Right, right. Right? She thought, she probably thought she was helping me by helping this poor, disadvantaged Latina. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, to learn about plagiarism and how bad it is. This is another powerful example of why it is so important to encourage all children, especially girls, to consider all of the career opportunities that are out there. Right. But think about the effect right. her comments had on me as a child. Oh, I'm up. sure. Yeah. And that's, it's, you know, not, she wasn't being deliberately racist. Right. But it was a, it was malnourishment to me as a right. child but I ended up internalizing I started yeah. thinking maybe I should be fearful right maybe I'm I am not worth much yeah and so whenever there was something challenging right I thought well maybe this isn't for me yeah and that's how I lived my life until that wow. one day yeah when I decided to change it all oh now God. let's get into the aerobatics I want to talk a little bit about your time as an aerobatic 
pilot. Um, you were part of the aerobatic team. You were the first Latina woman. Um, what was that experience like for you with your background? So being on the U.S. aerobatic team was most incredible experience you can imagine. Yeah. I was flying with the best pilot, the best aerobatic pilots in the world. Right. I was learning so much from them. I was yeah. meeting pilots from all over the world. Right. And it was incredibly exciting. But I have to say, the best part of it was when I stood up on the podium at the World Aerobatic Championships to receive a medal for the United States. Wow. And my parents, my immigrant parents yeah. were in the audience. Right. And they got to see wow. their daughter yeah. win an award with the national anthem playing. Wow, yeah. And that's... they got to feel that pride in their adopted right. country. Right. I know. I don't think I don't think I can talk that. Yeah. You know, when I uh, when I became a pilot and I finished my the global flight around the world for these immigrants who've come to America, the only dream is for them to just survive and to make it and to have, you know, education, live a decent life. But to go to be, you know, representing the United States or flying around the world and setting a world record, this is, this is huge for them. Um, so yes. that's, yeah, that's one thing that I feel like people don't uh, realize, but for them, they take a lot of pride in it um, coming Abs from their humble beginnings. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's why your story is so wonderful Aww. because I, yeah, I think it inspires a lot yeah. of people. There's kind of an expectation, I yeah. think, that if you are a child of immigrants, that right. it's doing great if you're just average. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. No, you should be the best. Yeah. You should do something exactly. amazing. Right. And I think your story yeah. and hopefully this book and yeah. other experiences that many wonderful people yeah. have been doing right. can inspire that next generation. Right, right. Because... You know, this country and the world needs yeah. all the energy of those young right. immigrants, right. of girls going into aviation. Right. I mean, it right. is so desperately needed. It really is, you know? yeah. So, and I don't mean to talk about myself, Cecilia. Oh, no, I, just, I love hearing you know, it. Yeah. I, I just find so many similarities that I just want to, like, connect the dots and, and all I'm, of that. Yeah. I'm really honored to <laughs> no. hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's talk about your book, Flying Free. What was the inspiration behind this book, and what message are you trying to share with the readers? So my book, Flying Free, My Victory Over Fear to Become the First Latina Pilot on the U.S. Aerobatic Team, is... It was 20 years in the writing. Wow, okay. Since I decided to write it to when I finally sat down and just did the rough draft in three months. Okay, wow. And uh, the reason I... This is the book of my heart. Yeah. I've written other books. This is the most recent one. But I wrote this book for 12-year-old me. Aww. Because there was that scared little girl who yeah. wasn't being told by her teachers that she could accomplish anything. Right. And I wanted this book to maybe inspire some other 12-year-old or some young woman. Right, right. Or anybody of any gender yeah. who felt, who's felt that people are not inspiring them to be the best they can be. Who okay. think little of them. Yeah. And so I wrote it for them because I loved the library when I was a kid. And I got so much inspiration and role models from the books I read. Okay. And um, so that's why I wrote it. And the other reason, which yes. is also really important, 
Yes. Is that in the book, I talk a lot about my parents' support for me, even though at first they didn't like flying. Right. But they came to support me and to say, we know you can be the best in the world at whatever you do. Right, right. (laughs) Parents, you know, they're always a little bit. (laughs) Skeptical. (laughs) They start out skeptical, and then they're like, oh, our kid is the best. Right. (laughs) But anyway, the uh, um, my father always used to say, whenever I did anything that made him proud or happy, like doing well on a math test. Right, yeah. um, You know, my father would say, I knew you could do it. My buttons are popping because I'm so proud of you. Yeah. And, you know... What a change from the teachers who would say, I had a seventh grade math teacher who said, why are you working so hard in math? You should be getting a boyfriend. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. And so I feel so fortunate, so privileged, really, that my parents, even though they didn't have much money, they had that love and belief in me, and they always supported me. That was that that voice of support. And I'm hoping that maybe people who read this story will say, you know, I can be that voice of support for right. a child or a neighbor or right. a relative. And that's what I'm hoping will happen because it only takes one. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. It really only takes one to have a domino effect. Yeah. Exactly. And I talk well. about the domino effect. Oh, really? In my book. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> we have a lot in common. Yeah, yeah. we really <laughs> do. Um, I've ordered your book on Amazon, Flying Thank Free. You. I'm very excited to read it. Um, but. I am a couple chapters in and I have to say the book is beautifully written and very relatable. So one of the greatest joys that I've had since I've written the book is getting, I get notes from kids that say, you know, I was feeling discouraged in math and, you know, I was working in a STEM field or as a pilot and I felt um, that I wasn't going to make it. And then I read your book and that was my story. And now I'm going to continue. Oh, wow. And that's what makes me go on. And Oh, and the other thing that really encouraged me is my my only really bad review on Amazon was a two-star review from someone who said it has too much flying. Oh, goodness. (laughs) That's never a bad thing. (laughs) So I said, okay, I know I'm doing something right. This is a it's a flying story. It's, right. It's an adventure story and right. a flying story. It's not, it's not a lecture. It's, right. I'm not preaching. Right, It's right. just a fun read. It's yeah. an adventure, really. Right. And so I hope people will read it for fun. Right. It's not, it should never be a must read. Right. Oh, yeah. well, you know, I, I, just from what I've read so far of it, um, I, I think it's going to be very inspirational. Aside of aviation, because of the fact that you were the first Latina uh, aerobatic pilot, a perspective that we just, we don't hear about. And I, I'm so excited that you were able to take your story and put it in a book and hopefully inspire a lot of more women to just let their imaginations run wild in aviation. That would yeah. be my, my dream. Because yeah. when I talk to women or, you know, often they'll say, well, I'm, I'm not really the pilot personality. I'm kind of scared. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. I I did it. You know, I I didn't have that personality. You can do it. If if you love it, you should try. You should go. And and just because you're afraid or you maybe get airsick, don't let that stop you. Right, right. Keep going. Right. 
And and then turn around and give another girl, another person, the gift of wine. Love this message, Cecilia. Thank you for sharing it both in your book and in this conversation. Because of Cecilia's background, I wanted to hear her thoughts on imposter syndrome. This is what she had to say and some tips to help you overcome it. So I want to ask you, did you ever face imposter syndrome throughout your... Only all the time. (laughs) Yeah, and it's such a real thing. Even to this day, I struggle with it. What were some of the tools that helped you to overcome it? So similar to the tools that I use to overcome fear that I talk about in the book, Yeah, a lot of what I do is is I use logic, I look at the data, and then I say, oh, you know, it's not as bad as it looks. Right. And I look, so I look at my own resume when I'm feeling imposter syndrome. And there I say, you oh, go. It's not so bad. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I look at my background and then, and when I feel like I'm not competent, I, I think of what I've done already. So I say, right. if I have, if I've learned how to fly, right. if I have pointed my airplane straight at the ground at 250 miles an hour wow, yeah. and waited, right. I can do anything. Yeah, and so true. Maybe I don't feel like I belong in this today. Right. But I know I can learn. Right. I know I can become amazing at it. Oh, wow. Beautiful. <laughs> so I've developed that yeah. confidence through repeated efforts of facing right. my fear. And right. that's something that really anybody can do. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of tell myself, it, the more knowledge that I have about something, yes. the better I feel about it. Um, especially flying around the world. I, there was never a moment where, you know, I just sat around and watched television. It was always a a moment for me to learn so that I could feel more confident to get into that plane and go around the world. So I think knowledge, data, reassurance, and going back and reflecting on how far you've come, those are things that really can help with imposter syndrome. They really are. One more thing that's really important, find other women or, you know, Yes. Or people who are like you that right. have also fought against societal norms. Right. And they've, right. Changed, they've said, I am not going to sit there and accept a stereotype that says I have to be meek and quiet. Right. I'm right. going to break some barriers. Right. And Very good. It's so exciting to, yeah. you know, to meet people like you right. and many of the women I've met here. Yeah. Because these are my friends. Yeah. You know? And they're your community. They're They're the people that lift you up when you need it the most. And yeah, give you that reassurance when you need it. To wrap it up, I asked Cecilia about the transitions in her life. And this is what she had to say. Um, One last question. So you went from flying to academia and, uh, and flying, you've, you've set records and academia, you're, you're on, you're on a mission to discover more information um, where do you see your work taking you in the next 10 years? What do you hope to accomplish? Well, thank you for asking that. Yeah. I have big dreams. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I want to change the world. I'm right. hoping that some of the work I'm doing in aviation safety with my amazing student, Kimberly Perkins, that yes. I think you spoke with yes. earlier, yes. Um, her work on psychological safety right. is going to make a huge difference I in the aviation so community going forward and it's going right. to change the world too right and i want to keep on using data and bring a human and ethical 
perspective to what we do right. in this world right. and change it for the better. I, yeah. My parents raised me. They said, whatever you do, you want to leave the world a little bit better than you found yeah, it. Yeah, that's and a that's, good message. That's all I'm trying to do, just yeah. a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I think you've paved a pretty long runway for women in aviation, especially Latina women. Um, so, yeah, great, great advice to kind of lead with as you go about your aspirations in life. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share that we, we didn't cover in our conversation? This, I want to once again share my thanks to you oh, for having yes. me here and to your entire team. Yeah, it is for, our honor, really. Yeah, I, I, I'm really honored to speak. <laughs> when I heard your story, I was like, wow, oh, she wants to talk to me. Of that course. Is <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh no. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's been a pleasure. I cannot wait to read your book, Flying Free. Check it out. It's available on Amazon. It's and available everywhere. It's available I mean, everywhere. All, My apologies. In your local independent bookstores. Oh, very too, nice. Like library. That's yes. important. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you for all of the hard work you're doing, Cecilia. And enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. I know I will. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Cecilia, for being a role model and giving us your time at NBAA. Keep up the important work you're doing. Flying Free by Cecilia Aragon was published in September of 2020 and is now available for purchase. Be sure to check it out. <laughs>